0: Welcome, everybody. It's Pastor George here at Grace City Church. It's our vision to equip, empower, and encourage emerging leaders. We teach, train, and coach while the Word of God transforms. I'm so elated to take you on a journey into the presence of God. Come on, let's start right now. A Grace City Church. And the next voice we'll be hearing from is Pastor George Foreman of Grace City Church. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hey everybody, you know what I'm about to say. As always, I am excited to share these few moments with you and I promise that is not just something I say. I really do enjoy uh, the few moments we get to spend together on the podcast and the opportunity that you allow me to speak into your life and to really take you on a journey into the presence of God and to really talk about what is on the mind and the heart of God, the heartbeat of God. And this moment for me is its more than just behind the mic on the podcast. It's my passion. It's my call. It's what I've been chosen to do, what I've been ordained to do. It's what I love to do. I love teaching the word of God and not just the word of God. You know, here at Grace City, I love teaching practical biblical principles to the everyday believer and that you can apply these principles to your everyday life, no matter if you're in the church, you're in corporate America, you work at a nonprofit, you work for the state, at-home mom, at-home dad, maybe you're overseas. I don't know what you're doing, where you are, or what you're going through in life, but I promise you that if you apply these principles, these practical biblical principles, principles to your life. You're going to see the transformation power of Jesus Christ take part in your life, everyday life, That you just won't see results every now and then, sporadically, but that you're going to see results every day in your life. I know the other day I was cleaning my home and I was just thanking the Holy Spirit and I was thanking him for growth. I was thanking him for deliverance, that the old mindset that I used to think with, the old patterns and behaviors that I used to live out. When I began to look over my life and look where I am now, I was just so thankful that I can look at my own life and see growth. I can look at my own life and see the result of having the opportunity to share these few moments with you on the podcast. And as I was stating just a few minutes ago, this is my happy place. When I'm here with you, I feel at one with you. I feel at one with the Holy Spirit. This is my place where my life makes sense. And it's not just being behind the podcast or being in the pulpit. It's being able to teach and impart into people throughout the day, whether that's playing basketball, whether that's driving in the car, whether having dinner or talking on the phone through a text message. I love just imparting and teaching And leaving little nuggets here or there just to spark someone's interest. Because as we discover and digest God's word, the supernatural, that Holy Spirit, that indwelling spirit within us will begin to stimulate growth, which produces supernatural victorious strength. And so that's just something I love to do. That's my passion here, and you know it's our vision here at Great City Churches. You've heard a numerous of times. If you're a consistent listener to our podcast, and I pray you are, and if you're a first time listener, I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. Once again, I am so excited that you have joined us, and I know that you're going to be blessed. But you know it's our vision here to equip, to equip, encourage, to equip, excuse me, encourage and empower. Those E's are getting me. But that's our vision and to teach, train and coach while the word of God transforms. And that's what we want to see in the lives of people. So I'm happy here. I'm excited to be here. I long to sit with you and to share these few moments behind the mic. I rush home at the times that I can so that I can spend a few minutes just alone speaking into the mic so that the words that are on the heart of God can be tattooed in your spirit. So that's what I love to do. And we've been talking recently on the subject of grace givers and this subject has really blown my mind. I've been doing some uh, behind the scenes studying and I'm going to share it with you. But this subject has really blown my mind. It's intrigued me. It's opened up the eyes of my understanding. So I really want to share with you today and we're going to go back and review where we were last time and we're going to take our time. I'm not going to rush. Uh, Through this series on grace givers. And I'm not going to rush through talking about the ministers of help. We're really going to take our time. You know, the Bible says this. The Bible says that we are to walk and not faint. That if we walk, we're to walk and not faint. And I thought about that. That so many people are fainting because they're running. So many people are getting weary and well-doing and they're fainting because they're running, they're sprinting, trying to finish the assignment to get to the next big thing. I want to finish this so I can get to the next big thing. Let me hurry. I only have about a good 20 minutes to be on the podcast, so let me make sure I get into the lesson a good five minutes so I can spend five minutes talking, and, and we get so uh, religious with making sure we are quote and unquote meeting the quota, meeting uh, the analytics, trying to make sure we're doing it perfect and professional, and not saying that it shouldn't be excellent, because we believe in excellence here at Gray City. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. But through the spirit of excellence, it helps people receive your anointing. But at the same time, so many people are running and they're sprinting, trying to get done, trying to get finished fast, trying to take the quick way out, the easy way out, the quick get rich scheme that they're getting weary. And the Bible says even the young get weary. If you're a young person, older person, whatever age range you are, I want to encourage you that if you're sprinting, if you're running the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. He didn't say we run by faith. He didn't say we sprint by faith. He said we walk by faith. See, when you're walking, you've got a pace. You've got an assertiveness. You've got a security with you. When you're walking, that mind is going, that heart is pumping at the right place. That blood is flowing. You're not trying to finish at a certain time. When you're walking, you're really catching the breeze. And I'm not talking about speed walking. I'm talking about you've got a good pace going on. Come on. Just pick that pace. Make sure you stay in that pace. Just begin to walk by faith. I know it's been a while. I know it should be done by now. Look, we're probably eight minutes into our podcast. I should be done with the introduction by now. But you know what? I'm walking by faith. I'm walking by faith that as I'm talking, something in you is turning. See, I'm walking by faith that as I'm talking to you, you're being encouraged. You're being equipped. You're being empowered. Even before we ever break into those practical principles, you're catching these nuggets right here that all you got to do is walk. Just walk. Just find you a pace. Just go from side to side. Find that pace walking. Keep those arms moving so you get that blood flowing. But just walk by faith. You don't have to run. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. You're running. And see, when you start running, you start missing things. When you start running, you start running into people. You start running into places. You start missing stuff. When you start trying to get into the routine or become religious with what you do, And it becomes a mundane and boring. There's no spicy. When you walk, you can stay focused. You can stay focused and you can look and you can see that while I'm on this journey, everything might not be beautiful. Everything might not be fancy, but I'm staying the course because I'm walking. There are people now, they're running past me. I see them. They're running past me. And I hear people say all the time, are you in a building? No, I'm not in a building. I'm walking by faith. I'm on the podcast right now. I'm traveling right now, going to people who don't live in Valdosta, who are committed to Grace City Church, who are members of Grace City Church. And I'm trying to keep them connected and engaged with what God is doing in their life. I'm not in a building right now. I'm keeping my pace. Yeah, I see people running. I see people sprinting. I see people going big places and trying to do big things. But when they get there, they're going to be so weary. They're going to be so tired that they don't have the stamina or the strength or the joy of the Lord. But when I walk, when I get there, I'll get there right on time. And I won't get there weary and I won't get there out of breath. I want to encourage you today. If you're running, slow down. If you're sprinting, you really need to slow down and walk by faith. Walk by faith. Let faith be the guide. Let faith take the lead. Woo! I'm walking by faith. This is really good. When you're talking about being a minister of help or grace giver, one of the first things you've got to get is you've got to know that I can't rush. You cannot rush grace. You can't rush grace because when you want to give out in your strength and you want to give up in your strength, then grace kicks in at the last minute and it says, come on, now let's go in my strength. I'm a grace giver. Lit. Our acronym for lit is love, and nice, truth. Well, we were talking about Moses and Jethro. We were in Exodus, the 18th chapter, and Jethro had just gave, given Moses some sound wisdom, some sound advice. Moses has to hear the voice of Jethro. He has to hear the voice of the father. Though Jethro was not Moses' natural-born father, Jethro was a father. And see, I know a lot of times we downplay the father or the voice of the father, but the voice of the father is a voice of affirmation. The voice of the father is a voice of validation. It's a voice of correction. That vo- the voice of the father is a shepherding voice. The voice of the Father is that voice that can reach down and pick you up. It's that voice, the encouraging voice. It's the empowering voice. It's the equipping voice. The voice of the Father is the voice that that Moses needed to hear, that voice of sound wisdom. Though Jethro and Moses could have been near an age, though Moses was the one that God was using to lead, at this moment, Moses had to submit and hear the voice of the Father. Well, Pastor, what is the voice of the Father in my life? Now the voice of the Father is the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that it dwells within you, that speaks from within you. Or the voice of the Father can speak from someone in your inner circle, or the voice of the Father can speak from someone that's not in your inner circle but still has the indwelling spirit living richly within them that can be that voice of direction that when you don't know Which way to go? There was one simple word the voice of the Father can give you that will put you back on track. You need to be connected with someone who has an indwelling spirit within them that the voice of the Father comes from out of their soul and their spirit. You need someone at this time in your life who can be like a Jethro, that can observe your practices and tell you that if you don't do it this way, if you don't stop running, you're going to burn out. If you don't stop sprinting and slow down and stay the course that the Holy Spirit has you on, Stay on the course for your life. Don't you look to the left. Don't you look to the right. You may be in a literal literal race. But don't you look at what other people are doing. You stay your pace. You stay your course. So I want to be the voice of the Father for you for these few moments. You may be older than me. I may be a lot younger than you. I may not be a father. But hear the Holy Spirit. Hear Abba. God, which is God, our Father, hear Abba through me. Let the spirit of Abba speak through me. And the Bible says, let you that have the ear hear what the spirit is saying to the church. You know, even Jesus needed the voice of the father. And that voice of a father transcended transcended into a physical manifestation of a dove. When he said, when the father spoke, when Jesus was baptized by John and said, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. That was the voice of the Father. So Jethro had to be that voice for Moses. And for the next few moments, just allow me to be the voice of the Father. Allow me to speak from the heart of Abba, your Father. So we were in Exodus 18 and as we stated we're talking about grace givers and we're talking about the ministry of helps and we're talking from the context that everyone needs a team. That one of the first things Moses a uh, Jethro, excuse me, said to Moses is why are you trying to do this alone? Why are you trying to do this by yourself. It is impossible. If you hear uh, pages flipping, that's my Bible. If you're trying to do this by yourself and it's impossible, you're going to burn out sooner than you're supposed to. You're going to get weary and really it's never for you to burn out, but you're going to get weary because you're doing it by yourself. You need the ministry of helps. You need some ministers of helps. You need a team. And here at Grace City Church, We call ourselves grace givers. I am so excited about the ministers of help that God has sent my way. They were already in my circle of influence, but that God has sent my way and has opened up the eyes of our understanding that we're stronger together. We can get more done together than we can do apart. So we sat down the other day and we brainstormed. We just brainstormed of Before we read the scripture of Exodus 18, we brainstormed. We came up with some ideas, some concepts of why a leader, whether in the church or out of the church, why the leader needs a ministry of helps, why the leader needs a team. And we shared on the last podcast that though we have seen this practice contaminated, though We have seen people take this practice and literally just without even trying to be fancy, literally just jack it up. Like We have all seen people do this the wrong way, without any teaching, without any instruction, and without any practice. Let me tell you something. Any team you have, you must practice, whether that is a team of helpers who are helping you on a project whether that's in a church, a family, a group, a basketball team, any sports team, you need to practice. And the only place people don't want to practice is in church. The only place people feel like they can get away with being lazy without having excellence Without knowing what they're doing is in church. But if we're going to have perfection, maturity, and the spirit of excellence, it's going to take practice. So hear me today, leader, whatever, wherever you are leading, whatever you are doing, if you have a presentation in front of the board before you and your team presents. You need to spend time practicing on how the presentation is going to go. You need to talk it through. You need to talk it out. I'll share with you a nugget. Before I ever teach a message, before I ever mount a roster, I hear myself. I talk out the sermon, the message, because I don't really call them sermons. I call them messages. I talk out the message. What he gives me, I talk it out. Come on. I'm not trying to practice a performance, but I want to make sure I articulate clearly. I want to make sure that you understand my statement because I might get a, I might do a podcast at 3 a.m., and it might be a download that the Holy Spirit gives me at 3 a.m., but I can't just assume that I am going to get on the mic and start spitting what is giving me off the dome. And because it's clear to me, it might not be clear to you. So I want to encourage you that whatever you're doing, make sure you put in some practice. Okay? so we got together and we said the ministers of help. And we are calling ourselves the grace givers. And we talked about on the last podcast. Number one, we are servants of God. We are servants of God who give a service to the people of God and we service the people of God through the love we have for God. The Bible says that when you do it, do it as unto the Lord, that so many people get caught up in the work of ministry that they don't even love the God of it anymore. That so many people get caught up in the mundane routine of doing church work that they forget all about God. Let me tell you something. You can labor for God and not be in love with God. You can labor for God and not be in love with God. Okay, So we're servants of God who service God's people and we service God's people through the love we have for God. For God, But why do I need a team? Why do I need a ministry of helps? Here are some reasons that we came up with and some concepts that we'll elaborate on, but we were just literally brainstorming, throwing out some ideas, and I'm going to throw them out to you just as we wrote them down. The first thing someone said was accountability. So Jethro tells Moses, Moses, you now need some leaders. You now need a a ministry of helps because you need accountability, order to share the burden. The ministry of helps, the ministers of helps, the grace givers, those who are on your team, whatever your team is called. They are a bridge. They are a bridge between the leader and the people. The ministers of help should speak the language of the leader. I'm so excited to talk about that one. Hopefully, on our next podcast, the ministers of help, the grace givers, they are not yes men. They're honest with the leader. The next one is is so that the leader does not burn out. The grace givers, the ministers of help, the help ministry upholds the image of the leader and the ministry. Your brand is important. I pray the word of God transform your life like it's doing mine. Could you do me a favor here at Great City? Could you subscribe to our podcast, whether on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor? Leave us a review, rate us, let us know how the word of God has been impacting your life. Once you subscribe, do me another favor. Send this word to one of your family members, your neighbors, your friends, and even tell your enemy that your deliverance has come. If you like to be connected to Grace City Church, please do not be afraid to email us leave a review on the bottom of our podcast and let us know that you want to be connected and committed to what God is doing here at Grace City Church. God is doing some great things and he has a great work for us to do. And truth be told, we can't do it without you.